is a bit of a sketchy part. Hey everybody, how's it going? Today is a beautiful day. It is gorgeous, sunny out, not a cloud in the sky. It's February 2nd, 2021, and I am out snowshoeing. And I'm snowshoeing up at Lake Superior Provincial Park. And now we're doing the Orphan Lake Trail today. One of my favorite trails to do. And yeah, I'm excited. Excited to take you guys along on this journey. Should be a lot of fun. A lot of cool stuff to see. It's going to be a full day packed with adventure just before noon noon right now so I'm gonna spend the rest of the daylight hours out hiking this trail so I'm super excited super excited for that been hiking for a little bit now and it's a loop trail if you haven't done it before very very beautiful trail so the trail's been well used this this winter. I could probably get by without using the snowshoes, but I do have them on just in case the conditions do get worse or deeper. Because as soon as you get off trail, you are sinking. So I brought them along and also just to help with grip on any slippery sections it's gonna be a lot pretty useful so we'll see what happens today yeah like i said it's a very nice day today blue skies and man i just love i love a winter's day where there's no clouds at all. The sky is just so crisp. The blue is just like the perfect blue color. And it's a different blue, it's a different shade of blue than in the, in the summer. And I'm gonna assume that's because just in the winter being so far north in the northern hemisphere the sun sits a lot lower in the sky so that's what gives it that deeper darker tone it'll be exciting I'm also excited for sunset don't think we're gonna we'll probably we'll probably be finished this trail before sunset but on the way home there's numerous amounts of places to stop and watch the sunset, so I'm actually excited to do that again. I actually watched the sunset last night, and it was wonderful. I haven't watched the sunset in a while, and they're really great. They're really great to just kind of sit and watch the sun 
dip below the horizon and then just see the sky change colors. It's pretty awesome. But yeah. Yeah, the Orphan Lake Trail is one of my favorite hiking trails to date. And I'll probably go into kind of the deeper meaning that this trail has later on as we do this hike. Um, but just an overview background. It is a popular trail, so a lot of people like doing it. Um, but it has a lot of awesome things to see. So it's got a number of different lookouts. You also have a small inland lake that you visit and there's also Lake Superior, a nice big beach that you get to visit as well along this trail. And then furthermore, you have even a waterfall. So this trail features just a lot of different points of interest and it kind of has everything in one. It's got some challenging sections, but overall I would say it's a manageable hike. Give yourself some time and just enjoy, enjoy that time. The, the way that this trail is structured is that you are going down and you kind of come up. It's a loop, but you're going down first and then you're going up. So it's a little bit of a reversal of, I would say, most hiking trails. It's a majority of the trails that I go on or I've been on, you're usually going up first. You're doing the hard work from the start and then you come back down, especially if you're gonna go see lookouts. But the way that this trail is situated, we are up higher, we're parked up higher, and we'll be descending down. So that's something to keep in mind as well, is that it's kind of a reversal. So I definitely recommend packing a lunch, some food, lots of water. I've got some water and some tea with me tonight. I've also brought myself some food so that you can have some energy to get yourself back up to, to the parking lot. I think the recommended duration here, something like three to four hours, I believe. I should have read the sign before it came up, but I forgot. <laughs> uh, but I typically take my time with this trail because it's just so beautiful. And uh, really, there's no rush at all to want to finish it. So actually, uh, two to four hours was the recommended on the trailhead sign. And uh, I forgot to mention, it's eight kilometers altogether, just so you know. Anyways, we are right now 
getting closer to the fork. Yep, I can see it just ahead. So this trail from the parking lot follows linearly until it branches away. And that's where the beginning of the loop starts. So we're just about to start the loop here. And this trail is hiked clockwise. So we're gonna be heading left here and then heading west down towards the shoreline. Uh, you can, if you just wanna access the coastal trail for, for example, you can go right and uh, there's some campsites down there and stuff like that, but we're specifically doing the Orphan, Trail, Orphan Lake Trail. We're gonna be taking a left here and uh, we're gonna be coming up to the first lookout very, very soon. So this is a, the first lookout's really quick into the, into the hike, which is awesome. And yeah, <laughs> so there's a little bit of a slight uphill, not very, not too much, just a slight uphill. Pick it up. And here we go. This is gonna be exciting. It's lots of good signs here, but in the winter it's it's well packed. In the summer you'll definitely want to look at those signs. But here we are, just approaching the first lookout. Wow. It is beautiful. And it's silent. Wow. Very nice. So the first lookout, you get to see Orphan Lake, which is a small little inland lake. Some beautiful hills, looks just amazing. And you can also see Lake Superior and hence the name Orphan Lake because you have that big lake off in the distance. And then there's this little lake, almost as if it's orphaned away in the big body of water. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's a tiny lake. It's frozen over. Definitely see some tracks from people that were down there. But it's beautiful. Lake Superior is very, like a very, very deep blue. That's not frozen. It's very open up here. And it's quite rare, it has to be a really cold winter for it to freeze up this high. That's incredible.
don't know if you guys can hear, but it sounds like there's a woodpecker somewhere here. There's a few chickadees as well. That's really nice. That's yeah, a really nice, nice first lookout, and it's quick into the trail. I think I've been hiking 15 minutes or so, so it's really nice. Um, if you don't have very much time in your day, this is a good spot to come out to as well. So it'd be a great spot to watch the sunset. And then you can just kind of head back to your car if, if you're just passing through on the Trans-Canada here. But I'm going to keep going. Um, you kind of just come up to the first rock here and you can see the whole lake, but you can kind of keep going a little bit more, a little bit further. Um, just on top, right now in the snow, you can definitely see the tracks. Uh, it's a tight spot. Trail's a little bit tight here with the branches of the trees. Sometimes in the summer, it could be a bit easily missed, but if you keep going this way, you can definitely see a, a, another perspective of Lachlan Lake. It's much tighter, much tighter of a trail. I don't even know if it's uh, technically part of it, but people have been walking through here. But yeah, it brings you to a secondary lookout. That just looks beautiful. Wow, uh, super gorgeous, super gorgeous. And it's so quiet up here too. It's incredible. Yeah, it looks like some people were ice fishing on Orphan Lake. See a couple holes. Lots of footprints. <laughs> looks cool. Nice. Nah, this is, this is a good one. This is a good one, that's for sure. I've been sitting here for a little bit now up on top of the ledge with a full view of Orphan Lake below. It's really nice. The sunshine is just warming me up. That's great. I'm enjoying some tea today. What I brought along on this journey is um, oh man, I'm forgetting what I brought. <laughs> it was a, it's an orange tea. I forget what it was specifically called. Um, oh, there we go. I remember. It's called Sweet Wild Orange. And I don't usually do it. I don't usually do this, but I put honey into the tea. Just get a little bit extra sweetness. And oh man, it is perfect. It's perfect right now. 
just so sweet little bit of citrus the tea by itself is a little bit kind of it's sweet but it's a, it has a little bit of like a bittery edge to it uh, but adding the honey softens that out so it's just uh it's just like warm almost like cider like orange cider it's really really good mm. yeah that's uh, perfect perfect for a winter's day february one of my favorite months of the year oh, it's just perfect I think last time we did the podcast, it snowed quite a few times. So there's a lot more snow and it also got a lot colder. So it finally feels like like true winter has settled in. It was a slow start this year, but but one good thing is we didn't have any ice storms in the beginning, which is good. You know, last year we did and that caused a lot of damage and and stuff like that and yeah it's really nice little chickadees flying around you can probably hear a few of them chirp here and there there's a slight breeze coming from the lake Yeah, I just love it. Anyways, I think we'll start to get going and we've literally just begun and there's so much more to see. So I'm just gonna put my tea back to the spot. If it will go in. Okay, there we go. Perfect. Alright. Alright, so right after the lookout is where we start descending down towards Lake Superior. Well, first we'll descend down to the, the lake, Orphan Lake, and then from there you, you keep going down to Lake Superior. down this way. I've done this trail I like to say in every time of year. Yeah, I've done this in the fall. Uh, yeah, I've done this in the summer multiple times. I've done it in the fall once. And this would be my second winter doing it. And we've come up to a bit of a tricky spot. In the summer, this would be no problem. I do have snowshoes on, so this section is a little bit, there's some roots and rocks to get down on. So I'm just taking it slow, step by step. And here we go. 
down. I am appreciating the grip that the snowshoes are giving. That's definitely something to be thankful for here in this situation. Pretty much down at the surface. There's a lot of cool features on this trail. Right now, just to the right of me, there's this big boulder. And it's just, it's massive. It's probably 12 feet high at the tip of the rock. And there's even like moss and everything growing on it. And there's actual trees that are growing on top of this boulder, which is really cool to see. This, I mean, we are in the Canadian Shield, so this is a very rocky terrain, but it's awesome to see, like, seeing the boulder is almost as if you're kind of seeing like a scale model of the Canadian Shield, because the soil depth around here isn't too, isn't very deep and when you see that boulder I think it looks like maybe like an inch or so of, of, a, of a layer of moss and soil it's just so crazy to see trees growing on top of them and they're not just like little baby shrubs like they're actual trees that are I would probably guess 15, 20 years old, maybe even older, who knows, I'm not that good at this stuff, but it's really cool though, really cool, and right now we have just come up to lake level, Orphan Lake level, that is, and there's a little offshoot that will take you straight to the lake. There's a little beach here in the summer and from this angle you can see where you just were up on the up on the ledge and you get a surface level view of Orphan Lake. Very beautiful and you can see the terrain is just gorgeous. This is like I said, it's a tiny lake. It's, it's very, very small. But it is the, I want to say stereotypical, but it is basically the ideal Algoma-esque lake. Algoma country is just filled with such a beautiful terrain. And what I love about a lake in Algoma country is that it just has such spectacular rolling hills across the view of it. And if you if you're a fan of uh, my illustrations, my art, and you or are you familiar with it, then you know that I like to depict those scenes pretty much all the time in my uh, 
in my illustrations because it's just so beautiful. <laughs> and so I think that these these little lakes that feature these beautiful views and vistas are are just they they make me feel at home. I, that's why I really really connect to this little lake because it's just it's so Algoma, it's so northern. And uh, yeah, it's different than than many other places. So it's really, really nice. And so to to have this along a hiking trail within it. Like essentially you can have this if the if this trail literally only went around Orphan Lake and did nothing else, it would still be a fantastic trail. It would still be a worthwhile trail to do. But the fact that it goes by the lake a couple times on your way down and then back on your way up and features even more awesome views and, and things to, to kind of do along the way makes it just so awesome. And uh, yeah, I don't know if that really made any sense, but... There's so much Labrador tea on this trail. Just scattered all over the place. And as its name suggests, Labrador tea is a little shrub if you don't know. As its name suggests, you can make a herbal tea out of it. I have tried it. I don't really remember the taste very much. And I know you don't want to uh, overboil the leaves because it can become toxic over time, I believe. I may be wrong. You can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, I'm just going off the top of my head from what I remember from school. Yeah, my retention hasn't been the best. But anyways, we are actually entering into a small section of the trail where there was a small forest fire. And so you kind of notice as you transition, the trees, the trees are very big. There's a lot of large cedars along this, along this trail. And you kind of transition into this section where it's a little bit more open and, and the trees are a lot younger. You can see that there used to be a burn here and this new growth is, is coming in. And towards the end of the trail, when you're on the other side of the lake, you can actually see it very well. Where the old growth forest is and then the new growth. 
which is really cool. I heard that the reason for it was there was back in the day, this was a, this was a long time ago. Don't remember how long. There was either as a graduation party or people who just graduated came up here to to party and have a little bonfire and kind of went out of control and, and it burned part of the the forest here, small small part of the forest. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Really, really cool little tidbit of information. Yeah, it just opens up from this old growth into, and you can really tell in the in the winter time, like it just opens up. You go from this dark forest into this open space of, of young little trees, I believe. Mostly maples, but some birch as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyways. What I love about hiking in the winter is you can see all sorts of different tracks in the snow from the little animals. And right now I'm in this section, still in the section of new growth. So the bush is quite open, especially right now without the leaves. But I can see like little tiny tracks of what's probably a field mouse. Just scattered all around, <laughs> like literally everywhere. You can follow, like just kind of zigzags all over the place. Really cool. And there's some bigger tracks. Uh, I don't know if it would be a dog. They're definitely paw prints. I uh, don't think anyone's dog would be going through that thick of a bush it's also pretty straight so my guess would be wolf tracks right here yeah it crosses the trail so it comes from one end goes to the other so it doesn't look like they'd be dog tracks yeah wow this pop print looks really nice. Looks a little bit, a little bit old. Could be, could be a day old, possibly. But yeah, definitely a pop print of a, of a dog, of a big dog, a wolf. I would definitely say coyote tracks are, are much smaller. Huh. Really cool. See, in the summer, you wouldn't, you would never guess that you know, a wolf was was here. But this gives you 
the confirmation that yeah there was there was something walking here. I've got some more here. Yeah, there's another set of paw prints crossing the, the trail. There might have been two, or maybe it's the same one. That's really interesting. Really cool. Yeah, I saw some snowshoe hair tracks a bit earlier. Oh, there's some here. Yep. There's some snowshoe hair tracks here as well. Just lots of, uh, lots of signs. Lots of signs of activity. Of course, uh, no signs of activity right now. I'm sure that my talking is scaring them away. Yeah, oh wow. Yeah, there's tons of tracks everywhere. Tons. This is cool. Yeah, joys of the, the winter. Yeah, going in and out. Really good. Really good. So we've pretty much finished along the, the Orphan Lake. And once, once you go through this new growth area, you come up to another kind of offshoot. And so there's a little sign here. And it will point to the right for the hiking trail. And it will point straight for a lookout. Now I've done this in the summer. I remember the first time I've done this? And there was a lot more people on the trail. And I passed a few people. I went up to the lookout. Uh, but some people actually went, decided not to go up to the lookout. Which if you're going to do this, I recommend going up to the lookout. It's, it's spectacular. And that's what we're going to do right now, is definitely go up to the lookout. You do have to go uphill for a little bit. But it's a pretty short distance. There is one section that's a little steep here. If you hike with poles in the winter, even in the summer, most people will hike with poles. It would definitely help. My poles, they broke. So I don't have any poles, unfortunately. But I've still got young legs so they can propel me up, no problem. But it does help, and I do enjoy using poles sometimes. So I've got to have the snowshoes, they are gripping well up this, this little section. And as you go up, you can already see beautiful Lake Superior. It's really, really nice. few more steps and there we go 
her up here. Wasn't too bad at all. Wow, so nice. Beautiful. Wish I brought my sunglasses. Left them in the truck. Oh well. But it's still very, very beautiful. The lake is so, so blue. And it's calm out on the lake today. Very calm on the lake. No big waves. No signs of white caps. It literally just looks like you're looking out to the ocean. It's like an inland sea, essentially. Wow. Amazing. You can see part of the beach and the entrance to the bald head, or actually it would be the exit of the bald head river. The bald head river flows into the Superior. But yeah, you can see the beach from this, this viewpoint, which is cool. You can see the beach, which is uh, gonna be our next stop. But right here, I think I'm gonna take a little break, enjoy the sights, bask in the sunshine because it is so lovely. Maybe cold out, but when the sun's out, feels great. This feels awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna take a little seat here on the rock. And there's no wind, unlike uh, our last episode. <laughs> if you if you listen to it, there is no wind up here, which is kind of Kind of nice, there's a little bit of wind on Orphan Lake. Like right on Orphan Lake there, it was, it was quite windy. But up here, <laughs> we're literally exposed to everything. Not a, not a breeze. I just want to say thank you to everybody who listened to the first podcast. I received a lot of good feedback from you guys, and I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting it. I was not expecting to get such positive feedback um, from this, really. And um, also seeing how many of you actually listened to it was spectacular. Um... But yeah, I just wanted to to thank you guys for that. And I'm excited to see where this podcast goes because literally there's no plan to it. I don't know what I'm gonna, where I'm going to go with it and what happens. But I'm going to take you guys along the journey. And I appreciate it, uh, every single one of you, for listening. And I also received some really awesome messages from you guys. Um, and what I really enjoyed was was the fact that many of you who did reach out um, sent a nice, I want to say, in, more intimate-styled message 
sharing how it really resonated and connected with you. And I think that that was just, it was just an icing on the cake, you know, to, was definitely not expecting that. I was not expecting to, to read um, a lot of your messages. Uh, expressing so much of that and like wholeness and I really appreciate that. Um, I'll be honest, it was really hard for me to even share this podcast on my my social media pages. It was it was tough. I was definitely feeling really vulnerable and really scared upon publishing that this is something that I'm doing. I didn't didn't know what you guys would would think about it and and yeah as somebody who's been sharing my artwork for over four years now you would think that it would be you know no sweat to just you know go out and post something because you know when you create art or you create something I think that's one of the biggest hurdles is is sharing and if you're an artist or creator of some sort, I, I feel like you guys will most definitely understand that feeling of, you know, that, that moment before you you go and press publish. Like, oh, is, are people going to like this? Or is this going to, you know, get negative feedback? Like, you just, you're just always worried and scared. And you, you always kind of have that little bit of self-doubt at the end. Um, and so I definitely was, was feeling that. And I remember I po- I drafted, uh, the post. I didn't like it. So I had to, I deleted it. I tried another one and then I tried to publish it and I didn't. And I tried again and just something was just like, I wanted to do it, but I was just, it was just holding me back, and then the third time I just, I just let it go, and I, I did it finally, and and I'm really happy that I did. I'm really happy that I, that I did post it, and that you guys uh, took it with with stride, and and went on and listened, and I'm I'm really thankful for that, and uh, and yeah, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of vulnerability. Uh, attached to that but I do want to also mention that I do host my podcast on Anchor you can get the Anchor app if if you want I know most people are probably going to be listening to this on Spotify which is totally cool Um, and then there's a few other platforms you can also listen listen to this Um, so yeah you can listen to it wherever you want but I do say that if you do have the Anchor app, you can leave me a voice message. So I wanted to introduce this um, concept because uh, I can include these voice messages into future podcasts. So if you have a question, for example, a comment, whatever it may be, you can record it and I can include it into the podcast. So. If it's something that I think I could expand on or talk about throughout future adventures, I think that would be cool. And it gives you guys a chance to kind of be in in the podcast without actually 
kind of being here. Um, but yeah, I think that would be really cool, a cool little segment that we could do. Maybe not every single show, but you know, if, if you do have some, some questions or, or anything, shoot them up and, and we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, it could, could lead to something cool. So definitely, uh, that, is, that option is there and, uh, yeah. Just making our way back down from this spot. Whoa! <laughs> Almost fell there. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Here's a bit of a sketchy part. I think I'm gonna tread my own path. Well, actually, I don't know. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Almost as if I was uh, snowboarding down. So now we're back on to the main trail. This is gonna be a little sketchy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Because there's a lot of boulders and rocks. Now in the summertime, it's not too bad. But in the wintertime, you've gotta go slow. Like, I mean slow. Because it's... It is sketchy. Yeah, there's some ice there. Like, pretty much gonna bum slide parts of this. The grip for the snowshoes, uh, I think, is helping a little bit here. But yeah, it is. This is the part that you go down the most. It's really nice here, especially in the summer. There's a lot of little boulders and the mosses. Just looks so nice. Down we go. <laughs> Anytime I go downhill, I want to go super fast. But you want to watch out. Watch your step. Watch the rocks. Ooh. 
not too bad. I think that's probably one of the more sketchier spots. There are a lot of exposed rocks even now in the winter. You just have to watch where you place your feet. I feel, wow, <laughs> I just felt like the temperature drop as I dropped lower into, it's not really a valley, but as I dropped lower, getting closer towards the shore, I wonder if it's going to be because I definitely can feel a breeze here, which is so strange, because I'm, I'm kind of sheltered. I don't know if it'll pick up at all. I was actually surprised how, how much of, uh, how much this microphone actually blocked out the wind from the first podcast, which is really great. It's wonderful. We are, Right now, approaching the beach. We're approaching the beach. <laughs> Very little snow. Like, let me measure this with my finger. Uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, just about an inch of snow on this. We'll see how the beach is. There's this beautiful sign. Oh yeah, there's no snow on the beach. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take off my snowshoes. Look at that. Pure dirt. Pure dirt. <laughs> Stepping down into the beach. Wow. Beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Yeah, definitely don't want to use snowshoes on this beach. <laughs> There's no snow on here. Um, it's a mixture of some sand, and then the closer you are to the shore, then it's a pebbly, pebbly, rocky type of beach. Which you probably will hear. Oh, little pebbles. Wow, it's calm out here. It's deceiving, I kind of want to go for a swim. <laughs> but obviously it's freezing. Wow, really nice. I think I'm gonna have my lunch here. nice. I can see the river meeting the, the lake. It's a nice little spot. And enjoy the sunshine. Yeah, enjoy the sunshine, eat. Take a few pictures maybe. Yeah, it's a good spot for lunch. I'm definitely feeling hungry.
Well, well, well. We... I had some lunch. And I also... Kind of just hung out the beach for a bit. I'm still on the beach. But yeah, I kind of moved away from the point just because it was a lot more exposed. So I moved over to where it's less windy and just enjoying the view. It is really beautiful out here. The sun is so nice and warm on my face. Just basking out here in the sun. It's not not something you not something you do on a February day, but hey, this is where it is what it is. Yeah, I was kind of just thinking back to 2018 when I hiked this for the first time. And I kind of mentioned to you that this trail has a special meaning to me. And, um, yeah, the big thing about it was the fact that back at that time, I was feeling, I was actually uh, going through something. I'm not going to really go into specifics on what was going on, but it was definitely one of the lowest points of my life. I didn't really have much direction at that point, and yeah, I was I was quite lost, to be honest. And then I decided to one day to hike the Orphan Lake Trail, and, and I discovered... Uh, something pretty remarkable and incredible. Not only did I find such a beautiful place, um, but I also learned how to really live in the moment. Because pretty much from the start of the trail to the end, I was living in the moment. I was enjoying every little bit of it. And I remember, I just remember sitting at each of the little lookouts. I remember enjoying laying on the beach, exploring the waterfall that we have yet to come across on this adventure. But I remember it all. It was a very, it was a very happy in those moments, very very happy, and it actually reminds me of this uh, section of a book that I read. Um, it's the book's called Daring Greatly. It's by Brene Brown. I actually saved the part that really um, uh, that really stood out to me. So let me just pull it up here and I'll read it to you guys. Just because I think it's really, really awesome. Um, so essentially I'll just give you a little backstory before I read into it, but uh, Brene was out with her daughter at a park one day. 
and uh, she realized something pretty profound. And um, this is the quote. And she writes, When she was in the first grade, we spent one afternoon at the park. At one point, we were on a paddle boat, feeding the ducks stale bread that we had brought from home. When I realized that she had stopped pedaling and was sitting perfectly still in her seat, her hands were wrapped around the bread sack, her head tilted back, and her eyes were closed. The sun was shining on her uplifted face, and she had a quiet smile on her face. I was so struck by her beauty and her vulnerability that I could barely catch my breath. I watched for a full minute, but when she didn't move, I got a little nervous. Ellie, is everything okay? Her smile widened and she opened her eyes. She looked at me and said, I'm fine. I was just making a picture memory. I had never heard of a picture memory, but I liked the sound of it. What's that mean? Oh, a, a picture memory is a picture I take in my mind when I'm really, really happy. I close my eyes and take a picture. So when I'm feeling sad or scared or lonely, I can look at my picture memories. So that was um, the quote there from the book. Pretty profound, huh? wouldn't you say? Um, taking picture memories. After I read that, I, I think it just spoke to me really, really well. I think, and I and after that moment, I actually made it a point to make more picture memories on my adventures. To sit still close my eyes, listen to what is around, feel everything in its entirety. And I think it's just really amazing. And you can, when you do that, you can really put yourself into the present moment. And when we're in the present moment, we are pretty much always happy. And I want you to think back, think back to like your happiest memories that you may have. You can even pause this video or this recording if you, if you need to. But I encourage everyone to just kind of stop and think of Think of a time where you were, you were feeling happy. And in that time, try to remember if you were physically thinking about something in your past, or if you were thinking about anything about your future. And I'm pretty confident to say that the answer would be no to both of those. And that you really are just living fully in the moment when we are our happiest. And we just really don't, don't really think about what's going on or what has happened in our past or 
any struggles or issues we may be facing in the future or, or whatever it may be. And so that was something that I felt profoundly on that the very first time I, I hiked the Orphan Lake Trail. And so, yeah, I, I, it's something that I definitely strive for more and more. Um, the more I hike, the more I do adventures, is to definitely stop and slow down. I've kind of developed like a little rule of thumb. And so for example, if I take a photo of something with a camera, or be it my phone sometimes, um, I make it apparent to take at least twice as long to just sit there and absorb that moment and kind of absorb that time and kind of take in everything, take in everything and use all the senses. Just look at everything, feel everything. Close my eyes and listen to everything. And that can help complement the story that will go behind that photo that you took. And so I, I just, yeah, that's just something that I've kind of been developing over the, over the years. And uh, yeah, it's incredible. That's a big reason why I come out here. It's a big reason why I spend a lot of time outdoors is because I feel most, most at peace, but also most in the moment. I put myself into the, into the moment and, and into the environment. And I think by doing so provokes, provokes happiness, which is really important. Yeah, so just some thoughts I wanted to share. I think now we're gonna start going back on the trail here. I'm just gonna look back at Lake Superior one more time. Take it in. And yeah. I can, I can hear the river. Waterfall in the distance. I'm at the point where you can cross the Bald Head River using a set of bridges, two bridges, and that's where you can go and continue the coastal trail. Just after the bridge here, it's kind of the base of 
where the waterfall is. You can hear the little rapids here at the end. Some open water. It looks like most of the waterfall is going to be frozen, but we'll get a better look the closer we get to it. like most of it's frozen over <laughs> it just looks like a pile of snow and then there's this opening at the bottom where you can see the water moving <laughs> you can hear I don't know if you can hear but I can hear like the, the waterfall underneath the ice kind of like a muffled, very muffled kind of noise. But anyway, this is where we start part of our ascension here. We actually have the little switch back to go up. Oh. Just using those claws on the snowshoes help me up. This would be the best time to have poles. I should look at getting new ones. Oop. Oop. Yep. Now the real work starts. Real work comes into play. And it's kind of got the opposite effect to a lot of a lot of hiking trails. Or most hiking trails you gotta you gotta work hard first and then you get rewarded. But here you kinda just put a little bit of work and you get a, all these rewards at first and then, and then you gotta pay for them. <laughs> So, it's still worth it. You will not regret doing this trail. Guaranteed. Yeah, you can hear that muffled waterfall. It's all underneath the ice. We'll probably get closer and get a better listen from there. Oh yeah, here it is. There's a, a little offshoot from the main trail that takes you down to the waterfall. Let's see, uh, obviously people have been going down it, so I'll go down a little bit. Get a bit closer. So right now I'm I'm at the top of the waterfall. 
The waterfall actually kind of splits into two. So I don't know how well you can hear it because it is all under ice. It's just incredible. So it kind of splits into two sections. So if you continue taking this little offshoot path, it will take you to A little bit rooty, a lot of roots. A lot of roots being exposed here. And I gotta get down here. Ooh. Holding on to trees. <laughs> oh. So you get to the end and you can actually cross over right now it's you actually cross over to some rocks so do that here. Right now it's ice over a little bit. And then, oh, trying to keep my balance as I scale this rock. But you get up to this rock and that's where you can have like a nice little picnic if you want and you can see more of the waterfall and rapids so as I, like I said it kind of splits into two at the top and then the two join in again together and go in at once down to the base of the river but yeah everything is covered it's all frozen over there's a few little holes in the ice where you can hear the water and you can see the water going. Oh, so nice. I'm in the sun again. And it's very, very nice. I'm on this little rock peninsula. And so the water flows on one side and it goes down. You can hear a little bit of it. It's really pretty here in the in the summer. It's not uh, they're not very tall waterfalls. It's mostly like it's like a split level waterfall so it 
It's kind of just a group, grouping of cascades. Not even sure if there's a name for them or not. Should probably do more research about places I go. <laughs> but I'm just kind of speculating at this point. But it's nice. That's a nice little spot. I'm gonna take a little short break, finish my tea before I, uh, I head back. And then we'll be doing the the hardest part of the trail, which is climbing. <laughs> the climb is awaiting us. We have some nice rocks to sit out here. Perfect. Alright, so I took a little bit of a break from recording. Uh, we are halfway back up to reach Orphan Lake again. And oh boy, <laughs> it is quite the climb. Uh, it is it is quite the climb, and but yeah, I took a I took a little bit of a a break at the waterfall, and and uh, obviously I don't think you guys want to listen to me just huffing and puffing the whole way. But uh, we are at this part where I always stop to take a break. Um, just after uh, a difficult uphill section. Um, and you can definitely notice this a lot more in the winter when there's no leaves on the trees. But there's this, right now I'm standing in front of this big, tall cliff in front of me. I would say it's maybe about a hundred feet away from me and uh, oh boy I'm not good with guessing measurements but let's estimate roughly uh, oh boy maybe <clears throat> three four five hundred feet high it's it's a tall cliff and you won't miss it in the winter Last time I did this, I, I did this once before in the winter, but the tail end of the tail end part of the trail, it was snowing. So the sky was very gray. And so it was easy to miss. Whereas today with the beautiful blue skies, the sun is currently lighting up this rock face perfectly. And you could, and you notice it when you're taking the trail before you do that little uphill. You kind of see it in the distance through the forest, which is really cool. It kind of gave Rocky Mountain vibes, to be honest with you, because you just have this big mound of rock right there in front of you, and it's just lit up by the sun right now with it starting to go down lower and lower on the, in the sky. And then the blue contrasting it is amazing. So last time it was, it was snowing at this point. So 
you could see it, you definitely could, but it wasn't so prominent with the different colors and, and things like that, which is why I love uh, re-hiking uh, old trails, you know. Um, I love revisiting places because the weather plays a huge, huge factor into it and, and stuff like that. But, but yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, I really enjoyed this last little section where I took a little bit of a break and kind of what I, a little point I touched on earlier, you know, just taking in the environment and, uh, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed how how that felt, and, and yeah, I'm gonna start uh, to continue continue on. I know we're gonna be going uphill again, so um, bear with me. Um, but yeah, it's. I'll be honest with you. I kind of had something on my mind this morning. And it's kind of been in the back of my mind this whole trip. And so I was able to kind of let go of that, those thoughts, uh, just, just uh, now, not too, not too long ago, when I kind of took a break from, from recording. And, oh man, I can tell you right now I feel so much better <laughs> after just taking some time of silence and taking some time to to really just get more in tune with the environment and, that I'm in. And so, yeah, it's incredible uh, how much your perspective can change when you just kind of shift your your mindset. Sorry, I just stopped because I'm still admiring the the cliff uh, as I keep going. Like having the sunlight shine on it, it gives you a completely different perspective, a completely different angle. I feel like I'm looking at this for the first time, so that's kind of why I'm just stopping and looking at it. But yeah, just kind of, just like Ali said in that book, just stopping and absorbing, absorbing those moments that make us happy and, and capturing them. It's important to remember because I know that, I know every one of you can relate to this when we hit those, those low moments. We tend to forget moments like this one, exactly this one here. And so, Taking that in and putting it in that memory bank is just important. And I'm kind of just doing that right now. Just being one with, with this environment. Yeah, oh man, this is pretty. This is really, really pretty. And like I said, Lake Superior Provincial Park, I don't know what it is, but there's places out here where I honestly, I look, like right now what I'm looking at, I'm looking at the edge of the cliff, I've got a bit of a different perspective of it now, kind of the, 
the sideways part. But honestly, it reminds me so much of of Kananaskis country where I lived in Alberta. Like it looks like this looks like a place I used to go. It's called Cat Creek, and you would look out through the trees and you can see the mountain just kind of in frame. Obviously, there the the mountains would go up much much higher than here. But still, this is really beautiful and very impressive. Very impressive. If you've never been to Lake Superior Provincial Park before, I recommend coming up here, spending at least a week, if not more. The more you can, the better. I'm very fortunate to have it in my backyard and to be able to come here kind of on a whim, like I did today. And to kind of see this in pure solitude because I haven't seen a soul here at all today. I haven't seen a single soul. Only saw a few birds and some traces of, of wildlife, but otherwise it's all, it's all to myself right now. Pretty incredible. But yeah, definitely encourage you guys to, when you're out on adventures, to mindfully kind of check yourself out of your regular day-to-day -day life and absorb it. Right now, this is, like, I'm really, I'm in love with this view so much. Like, I really, I want to draw it. I wish I could draw it right now. That's something I'll probably do when I get home. This is, this just looks so pretty. Wow. This looks amazing. But yeah, definitely come out here. Uh, the winter, in the summertime, you, you can't quite tell how massive this cliff is. Uh, but in the winter, you can. In the winter, you can see this. This is, this is again, another amazing part of this trail that is probably the least or the most overlooked. There's this one. That's really nice. <laughs> Incredible. Love it. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm having trouble getting away from it. That's, I'll be honest. But I know that that sun is not going to be up in the sky for very much longer. We should take a move on. Uh, yeah, we're still slowly climbing. It's not as bad as the section that I did before. We're slowly climbing. And is that Orphan Lake? Yep. Look at that. We're pretty much at the northernmost point of Orphan Lake. I can just see it slightly through the trees. Just gotta go up this bend and gain some access to the lake. 
Whoop. <laughs> There's a tree that was kind of leaning into the trail, so I grabbed it and swung myself around it. Feeling, feeling great. Here it is. Good old orphan. We're on the other side of Orphan Lake now. The beginning part. We're on the south fish side. And here we are. Wow, really nice. Yep. That we're just on the shoreline here of the lake. Uh, so beautiful. God. This lake is gorgeous. Huh. This lake is gorgeous. So beautiful. And I got an idea. I got an idea. I'm not going to tell you, but I have an idea. <laughs> ah, for like a little project. But anyway, I have a little idea. And this is cool. Yeah, one of the biggest questions people ask me is like, what inspires you the most? Well, this, like this moment, for example, is what inspires me the most. Yeah, this is what gives me inspiration. And so I've just kind of just gone out to this little lake and you know, things would just pop in my mind. Right now we're just walking on top of the lake. It's frozen, lots of snow on top of it. It's beautiful, the sun is going down. It's lighting up the cliff up ahead. Let's see where we first stopped, our first lookout point. Just lighting it perfectly ahead of us. To the right, see perfectly the section of forest that burnt and where the new growth is. It's interesting to see because there's the new growth which is all deciduous so it's very light and then the old growth. There's a lot of cedars, a lot of firs. There's a few pines here and there but mostly cedars and firs. So you have this transition there's half half of the hill is evergreen and the other half is well right now just bare <laughs> it looks interesting but gives you that perspective and there's the pines the silhouetted pines oh this place is amazing it is special Very special place. I think that, you know, coming back here. Has uh, rekindled my love for this place even more. I'm definitely, there's definitely more, more to this place than I originally thought is incredible.
I think this is where I'm going to sign off. Um, right on top of Orphan Lake. Frozen Orphan Lake. Pretty much at the middle of it. Not at the actual like, center, but... But yeah, anyway. Thank you guys for for joining me on today's adventure. And yeah, let me know what you guys think. Uh, like I said a bit earlier, Anchor, you can send me voice messages. So if you want to send any comments, any questions that you may have, whatever it may be, uh, yeah, definitely send them in and who knows i might i might use them in future podcasts which would be really really cool so um yeah you can find that uh, there should be information about that on anchor either on the website itself if you're listening through computer or uh, you can also download the app um but otherwise yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you again for the great feedback from the first podcast. Uh, let me know what you guys think of this one. This is a, a great adventure. I think we'll definitely be coming back here again in the future. And yeah, if you've never been to Lake Superior Provincial Park, definitely come out here. The, and if you have very limited time out here, do the Orphan Lake Trail. I think this is the the thing to do because you get you get a little bit of everything you get a waterfall you get lake superior and you get orphan lake which like i said is the poster child of algoma like this is what algoma country is about is this little lake and i mean anywhere you go in algoma that's essentially what you're going to be looking at but this is just a very accessible and easy way to see it. You do have to put in a little bit of work at the end, but trust me, it is all worth it. And, uh, yeah. You know, face your vulnerabilities and uh, go and do the things that you love. Go and do the things that make you make you excited and make you happy and remember to live in the moment and uh yeah we'll catch you guys later on the next episode who knows where we'll be at who knows what we'll be doing but i'm excited and uh yeah catch you guys later <laughs>